St. John's Nation, thank you for once again tuning in to St. John's Missionary Baptist Church Podcast. Listen to Pastor Michael H. L. Robinson bring God's word to God's people. Last year, St. John's Nation, our word was released to release the hate, the pain to God. This year, we want to focus on reconnect, to reconnect with God. Just because we are not physically in the church does not mean that we cannot reconnect with God or connect with God. He just asks for a little bit of your time to pray and to read his word. So, St. John's Nation, this year, let's think about and focus on reconnecting with God. I hope you enjoy this podcast and be blessed. St. John Missionary Baptist Church, we tell God thank you this morning for just another day. Amen. It's, and certainly this is a day that the Lord has made. We're glad and we're going to rejoice in it. Um, we welcome you this morning into our service. Amen. We pray and we hope um, that you would just come in with a heart of worship and a spirit of praise, um, that the Lord can hear our voice and we can hear the Lord's voice this morning. Um, certainly our hats are off this morning. And we do bless God for our young ladies, amen, our um, youth choir who brought forth a song this morning, amen. They're looking wonderful, and um, certainly to Sister Caitlin, you're doing a great job um, with the young folk, amen. And it did my heart good, even on yesterday she called and um, asked about doing just a little bit more, amen. 
Um, so with that, we're looking forward to um, the, the new dance team for all young folk. Amen. Amen. We can give God praise on that one. Amen. Amen. Certainly God is worthy um, to be praised. Amen. Um, certainly all of the officers, members, and friends of St. John, we tell you thank you for joining us this morning. Those who have not got your name on the roster, but certainly your heart um, is with us and your name is written in the Lamb Book of Life. Uh, we welcome you this morning, amen. And certainly we do take the opportunity to let you know that St. John is always open and available. And certainly we, um, we ask that those who desire to join and become a part of this ministry to help um, further the cause of Christ. Because one of the things that we know, the world is our mission, amen. The world is a mission of St. John, um, certainly to our AV staff who has St. John's Nation, and we're broadcasting around the world, amen. So we thank God for that. So those who want to be a part, um, please get in touch with one of the members, one of the officers, or even the pastor, and um, we'll, we'll show you how to do so. And certainly to my wife, Sister Angel, um, God bless you. Amen, amen. God bless you this morning, amen. Amen. Um, certainly to all of our mothers, um, our deacons, our deaconess, um, our ushers, our trustees, our hospitality ministry, amen, our culinary uh, ministry, and certainly our up-and-coming ministry, amen, our food and outreach ministry. Uh, we thank God for what you're doing, done and are doing, and we ask that each one who can hear my voice um, make a determination that you're going to help us spread the cause of Christ, one with the word, but also with helping folk with their food um, need, because we realize that though we're a a rich country, we, we waste a lot, and there's many people every day who does not have either one, something to eat, a place to lay their head, or they may not have enough to eat. And we find oftentimes that parents are going without in order to allow their children to be able to have something um, to eat. So please help us. Uh, we definitely, we can use your time um, but the biggest thing we need right now is the financial resources to make sure we can keep the food pantry um, stocked. We're at the process now of just getting the stuff ready to go in. It's our, the men have done their job and it's ready to receive, but we need to get the finance that we can get the food in there. At this point, unfortunately, because of COVID, um, we're unable to tap into some of the other resources that are available. Um, but when that is available, we pray God would open the door for that. But we trust the people of God, we trust those who listen to the broadcast that you're willing to make your contribution. So when we receive our tithe and our offering this morning, in addition to that, if you would like to make a contribution to our food bank, you can put it on the other and send us a message as to where you would like it to go. And we'll make sure it's there that we can have food to help those who are in need. Amen. 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 If I've overlooked anybody, please forgive us. Um, but if you don't mind, let us bow our head just for a word of prayer. Father God, even now we come into your presence, God, with thanksgiving, with praise on our lips and in our hearts, oh God. And we're asking, Lord, that you would meet us this morning in this place. God, we pray that you open heaven and speak to us this morning. Allow our hearts and our minds to be open to receive your word, oh God. For, Lord God, we know that you have a word for us, O oh Lord God. And, Lord God, at your word, God, we can live and not die. Father, we pray today that as your preach word goes forward, that someone may hear a word of encouragement, 
a word of Jesus Christ and come and give their life over to you. We ask God today that you do not allow your word to fall on deaf ears, but allow it to fall, God, on fertile ground, that it may take root in the mind, heart, and soul of someone and save them, God, from the destruction to come, Father God. Even now, Lord God, we submit and we surrender ourselves to you. Ask you, Master, that you just have thine way. Allow your spirit, God, to move in this place, in our homes, in our cars, on our jobs, wherever your people may reside this morning, that you are glorified, Father God. We tell you thank you now, God, and we tell you thank you, God, above all, for the shed blood of your son, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins and our trespasses, God. We do ask it all in Jesus' name, and for his name's sake we do pray, amen. Amen. We're going to direct your attention to Mark chapter 5. Mark chapter 5, amen. Mark chapter 5. And when you get there, we're going to ask that you go down to verse 24. You'll find these words. And Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood 12 years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched. Let me back up. Verse 27 again. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest a multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her, that had done this thing, but the woman fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and behold of thy plague. Father God, gracious and mighty, strong to save, we ask now, Lord God, that you, God, would just allow us this morning to touch Jesus just as this lady did. And as we do, God, we pray, Master, that you would make our lives whole, O Lord God. Cure us, O Lord God, of whatever we deal with, God, and help, O Lord God, O Lord God, the sickness of our soul, O Lord God, to be made whole today, God. We ask you now, Lord God, to use this, your child, to preach and proclaim your word, God, until you be glorified. We ask it in Jesus' name, and for his name's sake we do pray, amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Um, we're going to highlight verse 25 and 26 for you. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing better, but rather grew worse. Um, a couple of points that we, we see in here this morning. As we start off, we notice that Christ had been going about teaching and preaching about his father and about the coming kingdom and about trusting in him. Uh, we see where several had been healed, people had been fed, 
Um, and some here just spoke a word and healing came into their body um, and also into their lives and even into their souls. But with that, the word had been preached, but still some was going about everywhere trying to find a cure for their situation. So this morning, what I would like to have you know is that you can be that certain person. I'm going to abbreviate for you. You can be that certain person and still find Jesus. So this morning, my thought is a certain person. Amen. A certain person. Amen. Now, if you notice when we say um, a certain person, that is no one in particular. And why do we use that thought? Because when we look at the word, um, the word says in verse 25, and a certain woman. So with it, it did not matter who this woman was. It did not matter about her status. It did not matter about her finances. It did not matter about her position in life, nor her relationships in life, or even whatever her pedigree may be. So with that, amen, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, where you come from, what you have or what you do not have, you can be that certain one that can reach out and touch Jesus. Now, if you notice um, our world situation, it's not getting better, but it's getting worse. Amen. Um, not just by the day, by the month, or by the year, but by the hour, amen. Our situation is getting worse. And the sad thing is many people do not realize that our situation is getting worse worse. When we take a look at this lady, um, this woman, we find that the Bible says she went everywhere and tried to find a cure for her sickness, but she didn't get better, but she got the rather worse. Um, and the same thing with us, amen, we see where we thought our political situation would get better when we elect a new president, and we found just this past week where there's an uprising, some insurrection, amen, within our country, against our government, against our democracy, amen, uh, against what we believe in and what we value, amen. Though those are our sacred institutions, amen, we value them, but we don't value them above God, but we value them nevertheless. But there's the uprising there, so we got the political unrest that's going on. We're seeing things in our country, amen, in our lives that we've only seen in other places, but now it's come home, amen, to be with us, amen, so we can no longer ignore what's going on. If you take a notice at our news, amen, over the last four years or so, we're finding that even in this free country that we live in where you have a freedom of expression and a freedom of speech, amen, we're finding that we're no longer able to really access easily all that's going on around the world. Um, those of you who are news buffed, you find that you can see what's going on in your neighborhood or in your region, but it's hard to even find out what's going on in another part of the country, let alone another part of the world. But with that, amen, the political unrest that we've seen throughout the world, it's come to our front door, amen. So that's showing us that things are getting worse. We see, amen, the virus, amen, we thought we had it nipped, amen, but now they say there's a new strand, and they're just saying it's more contagious than the previous strand, amen. So what does that tell us, amen, church, that things are getting worse rather than getting better, and we're looking for solutions to all of these problems everywhere, Brother Chuck, except with 
the Lord. Amen. Notice what happened to a certain woman. Amen. And certainly that can be any one of us. Even if you think you are the who's who, notice what's happening in some places. Amen. As this vaccine is rolled out, we see where some people, because of their status, because of their money, because of who they know, amen, because of their job, we're finding that they're jumping to the head of the line. They're saying, well, you've got to have these issues to be first, amen, or you've got to be in this age group. But some folk in their 20s and 30s are finding because their political figures or because their parents have money or because they know somebody, they're getting ahead of those folk who need it. I hear right down here in Florida, amen, where many folk, amen, older who need and desires this vaccine, amen, we're finding that they're going to line up, amen, days before, nights before, in order to get evacuated, amen, and they only find that they can't do it because they are not the right person. They are the last number, so they can't get it, amen. But here today, amen, what I'm preaching to you, amen, is Jesus Christ and him crucified, amen, and regardless of who you are or where you come from or what you have, or what you don't have, amen, you have access to Christ. Notice what happens in our word this morning. We find, amen, where Christ had did everything within preaching and teaching and healing and raising folk up, amen, and yet he was still going about his business, amen. And notice what happened with this certain woman, amen. She heard about Christ. See, church this morning, amen, you've got to hear about Christ and then come and run to him, amen. Notice a certain woman, she didn't have anyone to let in the front door, anyone to raise her up and bring and put her before Christ, anyone, amen, to speak a word on her behalf, but she had heard about Christ, and when she heard about him, she said, you know what, if I can get there, she had enough faith in her being, amen, in Christ, and if I can just get there and just touch me, no, no, let me just back up, not even touch him, if I can just touch a little piece of his clothes. She realized, amen, that the doctors, mm, the epidemiologists, all these folks who got all these answers, they could not fix it. And that's what we're finding today, amen. Every problem that comes up in my holy mind, in my heart, I see what every time man says, I've got a solution. God says, no, you don't. The only solution to the problem that we have today is Christ, not man. I, I am an advocate, amen, for order. God says we do everything decently and in order. He tells us, amen, that we obey government. We follow the rule of order, amen, but the government is not our fix. Many folk, amen, and I thank God you got out and voted in record numbers and you elected who you desire to elect in the office, but the elected officials cannot fix your problem. Many folk in the church were finding, unlike this lady, we heard about Christ, but we're not crying out to him. We're not pressing our way to get to him. I look around, amen, and a lot of churches are still shut down. Some are not even broadcasting, amen, over the means that we have available because they're trying to find a fix somewhere else. Take a page out of this lady's book. She had been everywhere and tried every single thing, and she could not get better. And then she heard about a man called Jesus. She heard that he was going to pass by. 
And like many other men, she went there. But notice now, it's amazing how this lady out of all of these people are written down in the chronicles of the Bible to talk about what happened with her life and none of the rest did. She was in there, and the Bible says, the disciples said, what? Christ, you want to know who touched you? And all these folk around you, they're thronging you, they're brushing it, and you want me to tell you who touched you? Who do you think I am? You don't know who touched you. He did. But guess what, amen? The lady, because of her faith, she reached out, and I'm sure now there were many people already touching him. There are many folk already up against Christ, but they did not have the faith to move Christ. It is by faith that we live, amen. It is by faith that we're going to get through the thing that we're going through. First is pandemic. Notice how many times, church, and I'm talking to you out there this morning, how many times have our churches come together, move national prayer out of the way, because most of the folk who are trying to orchestrate that, they're not really believing in Christ. But notice how many times have our churches, our church people, our leadership, amen, those who are in the high places, how many times have they called out and asked us to humble ourselves and pray? I got a lot of flyers from people to vote. I got a lot of flyers that had me to vote for certain folk, the Democrats, the Republicans, and I got a lot of flyers. But no one knocked on my door and said, hey, it is time for us to pray. So I looked around, I listened, I surfed the internet, I went on YouTube and Facebook, I found nothing. The answer is Christ. This lady realized that, but the Lord let me know him, and just like he did with Elijah, when Elijah said, Lord, they've killed and slain all your prophets. I'm the only one that's left. I'm the only one that believes in you. God says, no, I've got a whole bunch of folk. I got 7,500, amen, reserved who have not bowed their knees down to Baal. So I went a little further and I looked and I looked, amen, and I saw well, even in the Philippines, amen, there were groups of folk, amen, thousands upon thousands who took to the street without a hope in getting better. And guess what the people told them, the authorities told them to do? Y'all don't come together, y'all stay apart. No, the Bible tells us, church, and listen good, and listen real good with your spiritual mind, and don't worry about all that's going on. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of yourself together as the manner of some are. So when they keep us apart, amen, all of a sudden you get at home, and you want to sit there, you get isolated, and fear sets in, and God says, I haven't given you a spirit of fear, but I've given you power, love, and a sound mind. We've got to have enough in us to come together and we're going to do it safely. We're not idiotic, amen. We're going to come together and pray and lift up the name of Jesus, and then everything becomes all right. Even if things don't get the way we think they should be, they will be the way God wants them to be, and we can endure all things through Christ. So this woman, she's in this crowd, and she has enough faith to believe, if I can just touch him, if I can just reach out, if I can get into his presence, I know I will be made whole. But first point, and notice what God does. God allows us to go about our own devices, use our own hearts, our own mind to come up with our way out. He allows us, amen, to come up with our own fixes. And then when you get tired, then those of us who have a little sense will come and cry out to the Lord, Lord, what must I do 
to be saved. That's what happened, amen, as they preached, amen. What must I do to be saved? You're saying, but I'm saved, but I need some, I got some sickness in my body. I need some healing. What must I do to be healed? You need to believe on Jesus Christ and him alone and his blood that was shed on Calvary and everything will be made whole. Guess what? The Bible says, amen, by his stripes we're healed. I'm not going to knock the vaccine. But God says, by his stripes we're healed. By his stripes, by the blood that Christ shed. Without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sin. That means things will keep getting bad and go to worse. That's what the lady says, amen. It says she didn't get better, but rather she got worse. Many of you are in a place today, amen, you've run around from here to there trying to fix problems. And guess what? They're not getting better, but it's getting worse. Why? Because you have not injected Christ in your life. But preacher, I go to church every now and then. I read my Bible every now and then, amen. I talk to somebody every now and then. I feed someone every now and then. But you don't have Christ as your Lord and Savior. Christ has to be the center of your life. Christ has to be your only hope. God says he's Savior, and besides him there is none other. So the lady got here, amen, and she heard about Christ. Notice what's said over here in Romans chapter 10. The Bible says, amen, over in Isaiah, then we get to Romans 10, it says, hey, who has believed our report? That's what Isaiah, who has believed it, amen? And then the word of God in Romans 10 goes a little further and says that faith comes by hearing. So who has heard it and who has believed the report of Christ? The lady heard and she believed. And when she heard and believed, then she went to Christ. That's the problem. Many of you say, I've heard and I believe, but you're still not coming to Christ. You're reading and you're talking. You're not praying. You're talking to God, but you're not praying. You're telling God stuff, but you're not asking God. You're not worshiping God. You're not praising God. And oh, by the way, you're not trusting God. So this lady heard, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Many of us are listening, amen, to all of the other voices, all of the other chatter, all of the other communication out there, but we're not listening to the Spirit of God. The Bible declares that he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the church. God is trying to speak to us today, but we are not listening. Many folk, when you start telling me, I'm going to step out on faith I'm going to believe God. They say, but brother preacher, what about the scientists? What about the doctors? What about the president? What about the president-elect? What about all these folk? And my response is, what about Jesus? The Bible says that he is the one that died for our sins. Our problem today, church, is the sin that we have within. I know not why this lady was sick, but I know that she was. But I realized, amen, that her sickness of sin, when she wasn't believing in Christ, when she heard about him, she came and gave her life to him. But many folk, they're not doing that. But she had an issue. And as I said, she was just a certain woman. And she found that as a result of her issues, she could not do what she used to do. She couldn't do what she want to do. And many of you are like that today. Well, brother preacher, I would, but I can't do it anymore. 
because this thing has got a hold of me. But the one who can make the thing let you go is Christ, amen? Because I do remember the word of God, amen, where Lazarus wrapped up, amen, all down in the grave with grave clothes on him. And when Christ came back and they rolled a stone away, then Christ had loosed him and let him go. And Christ can say the same thing for you. But you've got to believe. See, Lazarus believed. His sisters believed. They believed enough that when Lazarus was sick, they called Christ. But God, in order to demonstrate, amen, who he was, he allowed Lazarus to die. Why, amen? He did it, amen, that they may believe. And God is trying to do the same thing for you. Amen. The lady could not maintain her lifestyle, Brother Chuck. She wanted to do what she used to do. But here's a note for you, church. Some of you, amen, you want to get loose from yourself so you can do what you used to do. And God don't want you doing what you used to do. God wants you to do a new thing by serving him. That's it, amen. I, I'm not talking about he wants to do a new thing. I know someone changes. God wants you to do a new thing in your life. He wants you to stop serving the devil. The Bible says, for you churchgoers on Sunday, a nightclub, like club goes on Friday. God said, you cannot serve two masters. You got to choose who you're going to serve. Amen. You're either going to love the one and hate the other. Who will you serve this day, church? Will it be God? Or will it be this whole world? The lady had an issue. Once again, that certain woman. And oh, by the way, that can be you. God is no respect of person. She had an issue. And her issue, it consumed her life. See, many of us today, we're finding that we can't serve God, not because we don't want to, but we have rearranged things. We've taken and we moved God over here in order that our plate will be manageable. Don't rearrange your life and take God out of it. Many of you, amen, think because the church door is shut, God shut the church down so we can do this. No, God ain't shut no church down. The government shut the church down, and we are sealing up to go along with it. If we can go to Walmart, we go to our jobs and put a mask on and wipe down, why you can't do it at church? Give me a call and let me know. We've got to trust God and God alone and nobody else. Amen. The Bible says, amen, she suffered many things. A many physician has spent all she had. Many of you, amen, you're spending so much of your time and your money trying to get things the way you want things. But God wants to take and shape you and mold you into who he would have you to be. But unfortunately, amen, you're trying to tell God how to shape you. God don't want you to tell him. God knows your beginning from your ending, amen. God knows, amen, from start to finish what you're going to be and what you're supposed to be. But you're trying to be like some pottery on a, on a wheel, amen. Whether with a potter, he's trying to shape you and mold you, amen. And somehow you got a set of lips and you're trying to tell a potter what to do, amen. God doesn't need your input, amen. God needs your ears and your heart that you can listen to him, amen. But you got to come to him, amen. And it doesn't take anyone special to do so, amen. Next thing you know, amen, too many of us today, we're... We resemble this lady, not in her latter state, but in a former state. We resemble her by trying to do it ourselves. We trust in everything but God. And I hear many of you say, but God. And you're saying, I'm going to do everything but God. You're not saying God's got this thing. You're saying, 
I'm going to trust everything but not God. You may not say it out of your lips. You may not say it to your closest confidant. But in your heart and your action, you're showing that you are not trusting and believing God. No, I'm not calling for any insurrection. I ain't calling nobody doing anything crazy. I'm calling you to trust in the name of the Lord. Amen. Look to Christ and be saved. Look to Christ and be healed. Look to Christ and be made whole. But too many of us will resemble the woman the way she was and not the way she is. The way she is, she's made whole because of her faith and her belief in God. Some of you, every Sunday, every Sunday, you hear the word and you believe in that moment. And once the camera's off, once the doors are closed, once the lights are off, you go back to what you was doing like a dog going back to your vomit. You're going back to do the same thing over and over and over again, not because you can't stop, but because you won't stop. This woman realized that she had to stop doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yep, this doctor that same thing, just a different doctor. But you resemble her, but you need not resemble her anymore because all you have to do is cry out to God. If you call on the name of the Lord, he will answer you. Notice, if you will, amen, the Bible says, whosoever will, let them come. All you got to do today as a certain person, and that's you. I don't care about anything you got. You're still just that certain person. Because when God looks at you, when God looks at me, we all look the same. He's not looking on your wealth. He's not looking at your family name. He's not looking at your job, your status. God is just looking at you as his child. I had someone ask me once regarding a job they was considering. If they took this certain job, would we look at them any different? It doesn't matter what your job is. It doesn't matter who you associate yourself with unless they're unbelievers and you're doing the same thing they're doing. What matters is if you're a born again believer in Jesus Christ. That's what God wants. God desires, amen, that none would perish, but that all would come to the knowledge of Christ, that all would be saved. This woman, she heard about Christ and then she came and gave her life to Christ. Church, we're living in these last days, I know not when the Lord's going to return, but I know it's going to be soon. And unlike this occasion here, amen, when he comes back, he's not going to come back to walk the streets so someone can touch him and be healed. He's going to come back with judgment, amen. He is going to separate the wheat from the tares, those who believe in him and those who don't. He's going to give some a just reward of heaven and going to give some a just reward of hell. Nothing in between. But this woman, she believed, and the Bible says she was made whole. Notice verse 34, when Christ realized who it was, he said unto her, daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Mm. Go in peace and be whole of thy disease. When you meet Christ, he will make you whole. He will make you brand new. And oh, by the way, when you meet Christ on that great getting up morning, the Bible says we will be just like him. 
but you've got to be made whole down here. Let me, let me turn the corner on you now. Many of you, amen, you're looking and you're desiring Christ this morning. You're falling on your knees already. You're crying out to him right now. You're lifting your hand. You're saying glory to your name because you want that sickness out of your body. But the sickness that you really need out of your body is not the one that's ailing your body, but the one that is ailing your soul. The one that has you separated from God, amen. Your cancer, amen. Your COVID-19, amen. Your pneumonia, your high blood pressure, your diabetes. That's not what's separating you from God. The thing that separates you from God is the sin, sickness of your soul. You've got to get right with God like that, church. It's okay to have your body well, but what does it benefit you to have a body? Body that's whole, looking pretty, aiming all of your activities, and your butt held wide open. Go to hell looking pretty. And many of you, amen, every day you dress up, amen, on the outside, but on the inside, amen, you're all messed up, amen, and you don't know who Christ is, amen. It is time to get right, church. We don't have tomorrow. Notice many people over the last several weeks, they thought they had tomorrow. But then they said, well, they had their whole life ahead. Then all of this just laid out. No, God called them home. You said, but the virus took them. No, no one's going to live or die without God saying so. I see many people who laid on a bed of affliction, amen, almost gone. The doctor called them all in. Y'all know, folk, call a family in. He's gone. He's out of it. She's done. Had a young friend of mine. I think I shared this with you before, amen. I was talking to him, and he told me how he had died, and the doc he, they thought he was dead. And the doctor called a family, and the family sitting around, they started making plans. And all of a sudden, like that, he woke up. They said, whoa. He like, hey, what y'all doing? Now, what you doing? Only God can pronounce you dead. Only God can do that. When God says it's over, it's over. But until then, I'm sure with this lady, many physicians had given up on her. Many of the soothsayers had given up on her. Many of the prayer warriors have given up on her. But not God, amen. God said, amen, I will say when it's over, amen. If you put your faith and your trust in my son, Jesus Christ, everything will be all right. Your body might not get healed, church, but your soul will be able to sing it is well with my soul. Church today, are you that certain person who needs God, who's ready to cry out to God for God to heal your soul? That's what you need, church. It doesn't matter if you leave out of here with one eye. It doesn't matter if you leave out of here with some other ailment. With a thorn in your side, amen, like Paul. It doesn't matter. The thing matters, did you get it right with God through his son, Jesus Christ? Christ Jesus said, amen, no man come to the Father except by me. This woman realized, amen, that she needed to get it right, and she had to do it with Christ. She heard about him. And today, church, you've heard about the Lord, amen. So my question is, what you going to do about it? Are you going to keep doing what you're doing? Are you going to come and get right with God. I submit this to you, church. Get right with God and do it now. Don't wait until the broadcast is over. Don't wait until tomorrow. Do it right now. Father God, we bless you now.
We praise your name, O oh God. And we ask God that even now, those who have heard, those who will hear your word, that have not gotten it right with your son, Jesus Christ, we ask that you allow them to hear your word and come and give their life over to you. Do it, God, that you might be glorified. Do it, God, that you might be saved and have their name written in the Lamb book of life. Do it, God, so they can hear that welcome voice say, well done, the good and faithful servant. We ask, God, you would heal them of their sin, sick disease. God, save them now in and through the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you. We praise you. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.